Emma Jackson is driven by her desire to become a supermodel. At 18 and against her father's wishes, Amaris moves to another country, hoping to make her dreams a reality. Before she can hit the ground running, her life takes a turn she hadn't expected after meeting and marrying Ivo Yannick, a man who lured her into the union under false pretenses. Six years later, Amaris hardly recognizes the woman she's become after being forced into escorting by an abusive husband. Having exhausted every opportunity she's about to give up, but a chance encounter with the owner of a jewelry shop changes everything. Francis Fox Matisse requires two things for women. They must be beautiful and taken. As a man who prefers having no strings attached or feelings involved, he has his sights set on pursuing Amorous. Fox's plan to get the beauty in his bed is halted after learning her husband's affiliation with the Matisse Corporation. Refusing to cross a line punishable by death, he tosses the idea of having Amorous, but fate has other plans. Fox and Amorous' life collide repeatedly until they can no longer resist temptation. While Fox is providing Amorous a safe space, he breaks his own no-feelings rule and they grow closer. Knowing the risks of their affair, they continue to explore what could be. The odds are stacked against them, but could they make it work? Or will the bylaws keep them apart? Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Bibliophiles Bookcase. We are here to discuss Fox, Welcome to the Woods, which is part two of the Welcome to the Woods series by Bianca. You know, part one was Frisco's story, where he ran, what was it, Lockwood? And then on this cover, we have Glenwood you know, which is Fox's area. So we are introduced to a woman by the name of Amaris, who was once a supermodel, but she is no longer. She is now a physical therapist and her husband is quote unquote, allowing her to work at a massage parlor that is ran by her cousin. Think she's not the owner, but she's the manager. And so let's go back a little bit. So Ivo is also a model, but he used to run a prostitution ring, but he was busted. And so they're forced to live in America because what, where were they living? They were living overseas. So now to basically like humble himself, cause he has an image consultant who is trying to clean up his image but it's like he's doing everything to fight it because he's used to his life being one way and it's no longer that way and it's just like okay we have to clean up your image you need to start doing this this and this and he's like do you know who i am i used to which i loved because okay let's just start here because uh what was it his was she like his manager anyway it don't matter so she tells him you know i got you this campaign for what is it men's warehouse and it's only paying thirty thousand dollars so he's like you know thirty thousand dollars you know i used to be on the cover of i used to and mama cut him off and say used to used to used to you don't do that shit no more so you gotta humble yourself and do this right now and he don't want to hear that and he 
I'm just like, there was no redeeming qualities about Ivo at all. It's like, you're an abusive asshole. You do drugs. You force your wife to a prostitute. So it's just like, there's nothing good about him. But you know, um, Amorous, she's just trying to make it. Really, mama don't have a will to live. She attempted to unalive herself already, but uh, I believe Ivo found her and she was put into rehab. But after that, you know, she hasn't had any drugs, but she's still being forced to um, give herself away, if you will. And so, you know, when she goes to this job, she's thinking like, okay, things are finally going to be on the up and up. This was her second choice after modeling because Ivo is jealous of her because she's beautiful. And when they're together, all the attention is on her. So I feel like that's really why he did to her what he did. Because it's just like people love you, but if they know what you were actually doing and what you were a part of, they're not going to love you anymore. And this is how I can bring you down to size. So, you know, she starts working in the massage parlor but it's not everything she thinks it's going to be because Ivo tells her, I'm going to start sending you clients or I'm going to start picking out your clients. And anytime they tell you the code word of I want the works, you know what that means. It is ending with a happy ending. And she hates that. And she's making plans to save up some money to get away from him. So while she's at the parlor she is going around handing out cars you know try to strum up some business and any money she makes basically goes to him so she uh wrote on the card telling people to pay in cash so th whatever you tip her i mean not paying cash but if you can tip her tip in cash instead of uh like if they pay with a credit card doing it on the credit card um and so she happens to go into a jewelry shop and going inside the jewelry shop, this is where she meets a beautiful man, which is Fox. And I forgot to mention, actually the story starts off with like the continuation of the last story of the Matisse family sending Frisco and Kima off on their honeymoon. And while Frisco is gone, Fox is now in charge. So he's taking over Frisco's place and, which is so funny. And it's always like this though. It's like looking at another person do their job. They make it look so easy. He doubted all the stuff his brother did. And now that he has to do those same things, he tired as hell. He ain't getting no type of sleep. And so, um, you know, we're introduced to Fox. They, and I don't know why I didn't pay attention in the last book, but it's just like, they all light skinned uh fox got green eyes though he wears a uh, canine jewelry because he has like the four canine teeth he sounds like he would be fine you know i'm just like oh, i i like to see it but anyway you know um they're this is their first encounter with each other they're attracted nothing more happens we leave it at that so you know she's working and uh ivo is also setting her up on dates but anyway, Fox comes, well, let's, before we even get there, 
let's learn a little bit about Fox. Fox is only interested in women who are married or taken, and they just have to be beautiful. And I'm mentioning this because he has a woman basically blowing up his phone, trying to get in contact with him. And he keeps telling her, you know, what did I tell you? Now, her husband approached him about his wife and he tells all the women he gets involved with as soon as your husband come to me talking to me crazy whatever we got going on is done with but the woman tried to get smart like you know i was married from the very beginning it's like yeah baby i knew you was married that's the only way you got access to me so what are you talking about don't try to make it seem like i'm jealous it's the fact that your husband approached me anytime your husband find out about the relationship and approach me we're done with and now fox i was so disappointed it was so typical and the only reason why he's like this is because at one point the woman that he thought he was going to marry and was going to be with for the rest of his life she basically got bored with him and moved on to something else so because he got his heart broken once at like what 21 or 20 something like that he's been doing this shit ever since it's like you didn't even attempt to give love another try you just automatically like oh i've been hurt once i'm just gonna fuck up other people's relationships because somebody fucked up mine it's just like my god go to therapy you need don't you you gotta go to therapy just grow up it's like one time you couldn't see that okay maybe that relationship didn't work let me try something else. But anyway, so that's that's his life now. And he said he got this one woman who just refuses to let go. And then we also learn, because he walks, the way he walks, you can tell, like, one of his hips or legs or something like that. It's like a slight dip. And another woman that he was messing around with when her husband, well, okay, not another woman, the woman he thought he was going to marry. He starts sleeping with her mama because the mama came over to quote unquote like talk to him. I think it was either like pick up some pick up some of the daughter's things or just to like console him about the fact that their relationship was over and they end up having sex and their relationship carried on until the husband found out and shot him. And so that's where his rule came in at. So it's like as soon as the husband approached me, the relationship is done with. So anyway, so he goes to the parlor for a massage because it's just like she was claiming how good her massages was. So it's like, all right, I'm going to check you out. So when she walks in and sees him there, she's like, you know, what are you doing here? And he's like, you know, I'm here for this massage. I want the works. And for some reason, she's disappointed. And I'm like, I'm trying to understand why. Because it's like, baby, you don't know him to have these type of feelings or being disappointed that he was there for sex. And so, you know, she starts doing a massage and when she like goes to touch him, he pulled, uh, pulls back like, nah, babe, this ain't that type of party. And she's embarrassed and she's like, you know what? You said the cold word. And he's like, what? what the fuck are you talking about the cold word? And he was just being cute, not knowing that the cold word was a cold word. So he's like, nah. So she runs off embarrassed 
And when she's sure that he's gone, she goes back to the room to find out that he left her a $300 tip or leaving her a little na- a note, excuse me, talking about a F, like he gave her an F because the massage wasn't that good. And, you know, and she walked out on the service. <clears throat> excuse me. And so, what is happening? I thought it was so cute. Okay, just real quick. I just want to put this in here because I thought it was funny. So we get a group FaceTime call between the brothers where, um, you know, Frisco is just checking in, like, tell me what's going on. Um, and he lies. Like, he don't tell him how things are progressing in his world. But anyway, I forgot to mention as well. Sorry. So let's go back to the beginning. At the beginning, um, an older mob boss approaches Fox and tells him, you know, I want you to look out for my grandson because you know he's been fucking up a lot lately and basically just tell me whether he's what no what was it? it's like give him one more chance and then if he doesn't straighten up then unfortunately you know my own grandson is gonna get killed and so that grandson is Ivo so when Fox finds out that Amaris is not only married, but this is who she's married to. He's like, oh, I really can't mess with you, even though he's really attracted to her. Because they have bylaws, <clears throat> excuse me, in the mafia where you cannot mess with someone's wife or it's punishable by death. But when Fox finds out what's going on, because uh, what? This was date two or three that Ivo had sent her out on. And the guy that she was going on the date with was trying to hand her off to somebody else to clear a debt. And Fox knew what type of man that person was. So he intercepted and got her away from him. And this is when they start spending time together. And he realizes what her situation is. And... The one thing I didn't, he was so judgy and it just, it pissed me off because it's just like, I guess from the outside looking in, it did look like, now, let me say this, uh, Amara says, it did look like you were not putting forth enough effort to get away from your husband and to leave the situation. But like I said, that's on the outside looking in. So let's just say you know her story, you know what's going on, and you know she attempted to get away once before, but it didn't happen. Now, a little bit more of Amaris and Ivo's story. So Amaris was on a vacation with her mother, and uh, I think she had just turned 18, and this is where she met Ivo. And they quickly fell in love and got married. And so this is how, and you know, she has started her modeling career and things just went downhill from there. And at one point she was on drugs too. And she was drinking a lot and she had took a whole bunch of pills trying to unalive herself, but caught in time and when she went to rehab she called her dad 
to attempt to get away, but Ivo got there first and got to her and basically kept her locked away for what, like a month? Like kept her locked away in a room. So it's just like, man, this shit was crazy. I'm telling you, this story was crazy. Um, I'm not even gonna lie. My first thought was there's no way they should have got together in any capacity. Amorous needed therapy and she needed time alone. But the fact she went from one relationship to the next, it was just like my my girl, she is not healed. She's not healed at all. But anyway, so you know, they spent some time together to make it seem as if she's still on the date with the guy, but she's actually hanging out with Fox. And like I said, he's judgy. So she leaves and she's like, you know, I don't have to take this from you. You don't know my life. You don't know anything about me. I'm trying to work things out. And Fox actually offered, he's like, I'll give you money right now. But if he gave her the money, then she would leave and they would never see each other again. Or, you know, like she would be in the wind because she came up with a plan, but her plan, it didn't make no sense. She didn't have no money to really get away from him when she was saying it wouldn't take him very long to find her. So it's just like, you're going to be stuck here forever. I'm trying to offer you an out. You don't want to take the out. So it looks like you want to stay where you are. Anyway, so he also tells her, you know, as much as I want to do this thing with you, I can't. Because, okay, my bad. Uh, I, I left something out. So in, what was it? In light of the date that he intercepted, you know, she was supposed to be going for the weekend. So he gets her bag and brings her up to his hotel room, which of course he owns. And that's where she's staying for the weekend until it's time for her to go back home. So he was trying with all his might to resist her, but she what, brought nothing but lingerie because she thought it was that type of party. He's like, nah, we're not doing that. And so, but they do spend time together, getting to know each other, answering questions that he said he wasn't going to answer. And they end up having sex with each other because they are just that irresistible to each other. But after that weekend, I think what he sends her home with a cell phone, but she at first doesn't take it or want to take it because it's like he gonna go through all my stuff he is going to search for everything so that was one reason why she couldn't take the money or the phone and of course uh what was it they went out because she didn't have no clothes so she had on one of his shirts and like made it into an outfit and it's a reason for this also okay <laughs> Let me pull over real quick because it's just so much. I'm telling you, when I tell y'all I love Bianca, I love Bianca because there's just so much going on. But let's just jump back over to Ivo, who I wanted dead, like, as soon as I saw his name and just saw a little bit of the story involved, I was like, he he stayed alive too long for me. I'm like, y'all know that right now. He stayed alive way too long. Should have been dead. And I'm like, man, they could have killed the grandpa too if he really had a problem. But I understand mafia, there's hierarchy, there's the way things go. But I was like, nah, both of them could have been dead. And it'd just be what it was. 
But anyway, in all the time that all of this is going on, Ivo is going through fake therapy. And I call it fake because while the therapist is real and he's really trying to help Ivo, Ivo is, he's one of those, I'm telling you, there's no redeeming qualities about Ivo. That man was only taking what the therapist was telling him to do to use it as a way of manipulation with amorous and people he was in business with to try to show himself as a good person it was fuck ivo forever but what i will say is i (laughs) we know and if you don't know i feel a way I don't, you know what? And I've grappled with this because I don't know how to explain it. Because I, I didn't like the aspect of the story. I felt like it brought nothing to the story. But it is something that needs to be discussed at the same time because people really do go through these things. So, a little bit more of Ivo's backstory. Ivo is gay. I don't even... I don't want to call him bisexual. I feel as if Ivo is gay, but because of the family that he grew up in and what happened, he could not be who he really wanted to be. And so he forced himself to be with women, although they were not really who he wanted to be with. Okay, real quick, guys, we're going to take a break. So where I was going with that, so as a child, it seemed as if Ivo was abused by his father because his father suspected he was gay and wanted to beat the gay out of him while the mother intent on raising him as, you know, embracing who he is and letting him be who he is. So because he was attacked by his father, and was ba- it was basically beaten into him that that quote-unquote way of life was wrong. And then soon after that, the father was taken and what they can only assume to mean is that he was killed by the mafia or by somebody else. So that put a strain on the family because the mother, although she embraced who he is it also seemed as if she blamed him for the father being taken away and so that's something he was uh battling his whole life because at some point in that very first date that she went on that's where i was going with this so he sends his wife on the date like forces her to do this But then he also follows to see them interact with each other. And he's turned on by the man groping his wife. And then when he meets Fox, because Fox introduces himself to him, like, you know, your grandfather wants me to look after you in a way. Um, He's attracted to Fox, but doesn't let on. So anyway, let's jump back to the the trip nope i take that back i'm um conflating the two dates so after she leaves the hotel and go back home as soon as she gets home come to find out that somebody else wants to book her 
and it's for a trip to New York. So at first she thought he wasn't going to let her go because the guy's last name was Jackson, the same as hers. So she was like, he's probably going to think that it's a family member trying to get me and no, but he sends her on her way. And while she's in New York, cause that was the t-shirt thing. Um, she had his shirt as like a dress when they went to one of the outings and the whole time there she's in New York. He's also in New York. Cause it was a meeting set up between the grandfather, Ivo and Fox and Fox right hand man. Um, he saw her. What was it? It was like, it was a masquerade party. So when he saw her there and he kept calling the guy that she was supposed to be out for the weekend with, and he's like, you know, why do you keep calling me? And he's like, you know, that's my wife. And the guy's like, yeah, who I paid for and she's safe. So why do you keep calling me wanting to talk to her? And basically hangs up on Ivo. And Ivo is losing his fucking mind because he wants to know why she's in New York, why she by herself. And he's, he's putting it together. Like she's not really with him. He's suspecting that she's there with Fox. But when he saw her, she was by herself. So it's like, you, you're only speculating. And so the reason why I keep bringing up the t-shirt is because when she went back home from New York, she kept the shirt. And so while he's following her around, asking her about her trip, asking how it goes, how it went, he notices the shirt and he snatches it up and he smells and he's like, you know, this cologne smells familiar. Now let's jump back to New York. When um, they sat down for the conversation, the granddad is like, you know, I was thinking maybe you could set him up on like a lower scale and let him work his way up for like a year or two. And Fox is like, I'm not doing business with anybody that's like high right now. The answer is a no. Um, and the grandfather says, boy, look at me. And looking at him, his eyes red as shit. You could tell he high. So he apologizes and they stand up to leave. And Ivo asks, can I ask what cologne that is? And Fox tells him, no, you can't ask me nothing. And even if I did tell you what it was, you probably couldn't afford it. So then we jump back to this. He grabs up the shirt and he recognizes that, um, cologne and he tells uh amorous that fox is his boyfriend and you know like he's really doing this to get back at him it's like we're together basically it's like i don't know what he told you what he did to you but really we're together and she's like okay like basically shows no emotions just like okay cool that's what's up. <laughs> Basically just leaves it at that. Like, I ain't got nothing for you. But then she shows up to Fox's jewelry store and basically shows her ass. Like, you nasty motherfucker. You know, you sleeping with my husband. And Fox is like, girl, what the hell? What did you talk about? And so, kind of, and, you know, after they sit down and have a conversation, he's like, you really believe that? No, like, like dead ass. That story that he told you, that made sense in your head. And she couldn't explain. She's like, you know, it just sounded so. Fox, like, you know what, mama? Y'all got it. This shit y'all got going on, cool, whatever. 
So when that didn't work to his advantage, Ivo then basically the nigga snitches and tells that Fox been messing with his wife. And so when Frisco come home, he's like, oh shit. This is why I should take notes. Y'all. All right, let, we. I'm sorry, we got to double back. Let's double back to New York once again. So somebody set up a meeting with Fox. Because, you know, he's a jeweler. So, you know, he knows his jewelry. So somebody was trying to set up a meeting, I guess, to show him some diamonds to um, determine if they were real or not. And right before he's supposed to go into that meeting, he gets a call from who? Who was it? Was it free? Yeah, from free. And free is like, um, it's a setup. Don't go in there. And you hear the police in the background. He's like, man, y'all not putting the fucking cuffs on me. Back the fuck up. And he's like, yeah, this shit was set up by uh the girl he was messing with, her mama. The same uh, what was that woman's name? Charity, who had been calling him all throughout the book. She even approached him at one point trying to apologize just to keep the relationship going. And he kept telling her that it was over. So, you know, he hangs up. And the reason why the police were there is because Free had to choke old girl to get the information out of her. And she called the police. So basically it's a domestic dispute. So anyway, um, he's like, all right. And when he hung up, he got the information of her location. And they're there in New York, uh, Charity and her husband, having dinner, smoking cigars, like they just know the plan went through and basically what, celebrating his demise or some shit like that. But he walks up to them and the husband tried to jump up and jump back. He like, man, sit your ass down. And he goes over to charity and says, you know, smile and act like this is a good conversation. All the while grin through his motherfucking teeth. Like, I'm not going to tell your ass again to leave me the fuck alone. I said it's over. That's what the fuck I meant. We are no longer doing this. Leave me alone. And then turns to the husband like, hit that shit from the back, bite her ass, slap her ass, and y'all move on with y'all fucking relationship and leave me alone. Thank you so much. And so he leaves it at that and he leaves. So, Amaris and Fox, like basically they can't leave each other alone. And now that it's been basically brought to the mafia's attention, they know pretty soon, like basically he signed his death warrant, that it is what it is. So Frisco done came home. He like, why am I coming home to a fucking mugshot of my baby brother? And what do you got on in this shit of you messing with this bitch? And. Amorous, she tries to leave. She's like, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to mess up your life. I don't want to do this to you. And he's like, you know, my life ain't worth living if you're not in it. And I knew what I was doing. And I'm okay with that. So she's finally like free and clear of Ivo. She's been staying with Fox at his house. And they just know basically like how they did Ivo's daddy. Pretty soon it's going to be some men pulling up just to take him away. And so when that finally does happen, you know, she freaks the fuck out. Like, no, you can't leave me. I won't let you go. We can't do this. Um, and then when she wakes up, they're on a boat. 
So you have. <laughs> I can't stand that fucking man. Anyway, it's enough, like, the head of the mafia, like, why am I hearing about this? When I find out this type of information, you know, whatever, whatever. So it's like, to entertain himself, because he's old and done did so much shit with the mafia, he wants to be entertained. He's like, okay, these are your choices. Amaris has to choose one or the other, because you have Ivo tied up in one chair and Fox tied up in another. And she's like, you know, she has to make a choice. And whoever she doesn't choose, she has to shoot. And so, of course, she chooses Fox because it's like, there's no way I would go be with that motherfucker who did all that shit to me. No way. So, of course, uh, Fox is the choice. But she has to shoot Ivo. She doesn't want to shoot him. She doesn't want to shoot anybody. And I was like, that was kind of fucked up to put that on her. And Fox was trying to fight. For her not to do it, but it's like, uh, what was his name? Was it Stefano? I'm drawing a blank. But anyway, he was like, no, it has to be her, and she has to do it. So, you know, at first it seemed like she wasn't gonna do it, and it was uh Ivo was gonna make it. But then she picks up the gun, closes her eyes, and shoots. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was so funny. Because Fox was like, man, what the fuck? Why would you close your eyes to shoot? <laughs> so anyway, she has to end up shooting um, Ivo. And then they take her out. And you can hear them whooping Fox's ass. And there's nothing nobody can do about it. Because Frisco is there too. And it's just like, unfortunately, these are the consequences. So he's going to have to take that ass whooping. Because he, you know, disrespected the bylaws. But he's not dead. So when they walk him out, she tries to go over to him, but they pull her back. Like, basically, you cannot see him right now. And he was uh, taken to get medical attention. Like, what he was it cracked or broken ribs? So he was, like, in the, in the bed. I was going to say in the hospital bed. But just in his bed, like, doped up on medication. And she was by his side the whole time. And so they end up being together and her moving on from Ivo to them being in this relationship together. And I was like, I don't know. I think I just wanted maybe a little bit of time of her not being involved with anybody. Because to go from the fucked up shit that Ivo did to her and she was forced to do. And um, she reconnected. I forgot to mention that too. She reconnected with her father because... They, Ivo kept her away from everybody. She didn't have any contact with her family whatsoever, neither with her father. But they had went to a banquet, and Fox noticed her dad like at another table, but he didn't come over and say anything. And he asked her about the relationship. I'm, yeah, he asked her about the relationship between the two, and she's like, you know, Ivo isolated me from everyone. And that last time I called my dad for help, and when he showed up, I wasn't there. He basically cut her off. That's how she felt. And he's like, you know, I was just waiting for her to tell me that she wanted a relationship with me. And it's kind of like he he had a new wife. He had new kids. And Amaris felt like she was forgotten about, which was fucked up. And so, oh, yeah. So Amaris was pregnant. I forgot. Um. 
<laughs> it was so funny. The mama was like, you know, I dreamt about fish. And she's like, girl, not me. I think uh, Amherst thought she couldn't have children. And it's like, baby, no, that's you. So anyway, they end up getting married. And she is having contractions at the wedding. And the daddy notices, like, girl, what the hell? And she's like, I'm going through this wedding first. And we'll think about the contractions after the fact. And the only reason why I'm bringing this up is because while they're doing their vows, you know, it was so beautiful. And when the pastor says, you know, you may now kiss your bride and he kisses her, he tells her, remind me to choke you after you have my baby. And she's like, you know what? He's like, yeah, you thinking you can always keep something from me. You're having contractions right now. She's like, how do you know? My dad snitched. And she's like, no, uh, actually, Kima said something about it. And she just let it slip. But, you know, I'm going to let you make it. And the only reason why I'm bringing this up is because as somebody who's been abused the way she has, I think even just joking about choking her would be like a trigger. You know what I mean? But anyway, I enjoyed the story. I'm not going to lie. Um, Frisco, the first story is still like number one in my book. So as of right now, we still like one and two in the ranking. So we still have... What's the other two brothers' name? Finley and Freeman. Those are the... Are we going in order? Is that how it is? Frisco's the oldest. Then Fox. I think, is it Finley, then Free? I think that's how it's going. But anyway, I can't wait. Because who has the... Like the blue face house with the women fighting over themselves? I believe that's Free. And I can't wait to get to his story. Because I want to see how that goes. Anyway... That's all I got, my beautiful people, and I will see you back in the next episode. Peace and blessings.